What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Wow, what a busy Friday. You get a tight end trade on a Friday, very unusual. Not a fantasy trade, by the way. This one's not getting vetoed. Zach Ertz is going to the Arizona Cardinals. And Christian McCaffrey is out. Justin Jefferson is in. T.Y. Hilton may play. Nick Chubb could be going on IR. So we've got a two-for-one, I guess. We've got a bonus podcast that we're going to publish that's being out on Friday, okay, for everybody to listen to, and the mailbag on Saturday. Now, if you want to hear the mailbag portion on Friday, you can go to youtube.com slash today and you can watch the mailbag portion, watch the entire thing in uh, in its entirety, like I just, entire, entire, yeah, whatever, on uh, youtube.com slash today. I'm sorry, it's a little hectic right now. My head is spinning because we have so much to get to. I'm Adam Azer with Chris Towers. Oh my God, Chris, Zach Ertz, is he a must-start tight end going forward now that he's on the Cardinals? No, no, probably not. Right. Maybe. But I, I think he's probably going to be in that lower end tight end streamer tier. Like the, I don't know, at this point, it's like what, seven through maybe six through 18 are kind of varying versions of the same thing at, at this point. So yeah, I, I think he will be a starting caliber tight end occasionally, but probably not most weeks. Because remember, this is a team that... um Leads the NFL in wide, four wide receiver sets with 76. It's actually really interesting that they're playing the Browns this week because the Browns have the fewest. They've yet to play a four wide receiver set mm. this season. And the the Cardinals lead the league in four wide receiver sets. The Browns lead the league in one wide receiver sets so <laughs> far this season. So that's an interesting That is cool, style. yeah. Um, but yeah, like he'll, he'll be on the field pretty regularly. But if he is, that's going to be bad news for one of Christian Kirk or Rondale Moore. Or I guess Chase Edmonds, but there there's not a ton of room for him in this offense if they continue to play four wide receivers as often as they do. So, no, I think he's an upgrade on Zach Max Williams, but you know, maybe not a big one based on what we've seen so far. Well, it's great Dallas for Goddard. It's great for Goddard, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's get to the Eagles in a second. But just to wrap up the Cardinals, do you downgrade Hopkins or Edmonds? Nah, no, I don't think you do. I think those guys' roles are set. Okay. And Goddard, he's getting four targets a game, so that should go way up. Ertz has had six to eight targets in four straight games. He has had four more catches in three of those four games. So, you know, just obviously these have to go somewhere. You know they're going to throw to the tight end. And personally, I can't imagine beginning next week, as long as he's cleared, I can't imagine I'm not starting Goddard. I I sort of feel like he has entered the must-start territory. Maybe... Maybe he is now 
if part you of the have, big six or seven. Yeah, if you have like Dalton Schultz, I could see you sitting Dallas Goddard. But even then, I think those guys are going to be very close moving forward. The the Eagles so far this season, this was going into last night. And how many targets did Ertz get? Five? Five on no, I think I, I have him as four, as four straight games with six to eight. Uh, he had six okay. targets, four catches, 29 six yards. Six targets on 26. So for the season, the, the Eagles tight ends, well, Goddard and Ertz have about a 26% target share combined. I don't think Goddard's going to get that, but I do think he'll be probably in the 19% range, which will probably be enough to make him a, uh, yeah, top eight tight end. Yeah, uh, it's a big deal. And I hope it helps Devontae Smith as well. This is a fun trade, and I think it makes the Cardinals better, and I don't know how much of an impact it has on the Eagles, but obviously they're just looking to acquire pieces now. Uh, but probably not a, a huge fantasy impact on the Cardinals, and then it helps. It certainly helps Goddard, and we'll see about Devontae Smith, or maybe it's Quez Watkins who had a bigger role last night as the <laughs> Smith was sort of taken out of the game plan, I guess. Todd Bowles yeah, did not great sure, job. Not sure Quez really covered himself in glory. In this one, outside of the the long de- defensive pass interference drawn was nice, and the two point conversion, but hey, that catch on the sideline that was originally di- called incomplete, that was nice. Di- directly led to Jalen Hurts' interception. What do you mean? That was wasn't that him being targeted on the interception where he just completely oh. mistimed the jump? Uh, that was him, right? I think I think it may have been Rager. I'm not, I have honestly, I'm, I don't know, but I'm talking about the catch he actually made yeah, on the yeah. sideline. That was a nice play. Uh, hopefully those go to uh, hopefully those go to Devonte Smith and just seeing we're just seeing now Christian McCaffrey has been ruled out. It looks like yep. Daniel Jones is going to play. So more and more news is coming in. Let's get to it right now. That's your recap of the Zach Ertz trade from the Eagles to the Cardinals. And boy, we're, let's go to the let's go to the Browns. They're the most run heavy team in the league, and Kareem Hunt might just be if. Nick Chubb has to go on IR, which hasn't been ruled out. I don't think it would surprise anyone if he is the number one running back in fantasy for that stretch. So we won't state the obvious. He's an absolute must start. But this Chubb has had 20-plus carries in three straight games. Do you think Dearness Johnson is actually going to have a role here? Yeah, I mean, it's worth remembering that we did see Kareem Hunt start four games with Nick Chubb out last season, and he was good, but he wasn't incredible. He was actually worse than he's been so far this season. He did average 16 uh, carries per game, which is a healthy number, though not you know an incredible number. And he averaged right around 80 total yards with two touchdowns in four games. Two, those were actually two receiving touchdowns, no rushing touchdowns. So a little bit of bad luck there, given the way they work. But yeah, I think he's definitely going to be a top 10 running back while uh, Nick Chubb is out. I'm not necessarily sure I... I think he's going to be the number one running back, but yeah, we'll, we'll, see. we'll put it this way. I don't think if I told you Dalvin cook was going on IR, I, you wouldn't expect Alexander Madison to be the number one running back, but no, it's but within it the realm within of possibility. The, yeah. And they are just running the ball. The two of them are running the ball more this year than they did last year. And hunt has yeah. just been so much better this year than he was last year. So, so far they've combined for 21, 24, 32, 35, and 33 carries. Three straight games where Hunt and Chubb have had 32 to 35 carries. So whatever. Obviously, you can't pick up Nick, you can't pick up Kareem Hunt on waivers, but you could pick up Johnson. Felton is another option, but do we think that Johnson is more likely to get the carries if they use a two-back system? One would assume so, but Felton's played a bigger role so far this season 
but that's been primarily in the role, passing yeah. game. And then that would be the expectation. So I do wonder if maybe this does make Hunt a little less, um, or at least maybe he doesn't see an increase in his role in the passing game, but maybe, um, you know, Demetric Felton sees a few more targets and Darius Johnson gets maybe nine to 10, I think would be a reasonable expectation. And Jarvis Landry could play this week. Maybe they throw the ball a little bit more. Uh, we we will see. They have the Cardinals this week and then some kind of low-scoring teams coming up. And look at the schedule. Denver, Pittsburgh, Bengals, Patriots, Lions uh, coming up. Hopefully Chubb is only out a week or two. Let's not. We won't overreact. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is out. And related, Michael Pierce is out. That's Minnesota's starting defensive tackle. So I had been saying I like Daryl Williams better than Chuba Hubbard, but I think I'm going to flip that. I, I like Chuba Hubbard better than Daryl Williams. And I can't really see sitting Chuba Hubbard. Where did you end up ranking him? Um, I think he'll probably, I haven't done it quite yet, but I think he'll probably be around 17 to 18, maybe between Khalil Herbert and Devontae Booker. Because I do have Khalil oh, you Herbert, like Herbert better. Seven. Well, yeah, we'll see when I, you know, actually go through the process. But um, right now, Herbert is ahead of all of the waiver wire running backs from this week that we're, we were more excited about than him um, with Damian Williams likely out and or out out at this point. Yeah. And then um, I, I could see Hubbard being in that. I think Hubbard will be in that mix. Josh Jacobs missed another practice just seeing that. So he's got an illness. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's the kind of thing that it could be that it lingers to Sunday and he can't play, but he also has 48 hours to get healthy. So you would think he's going to be okay. Yeah, usually illness doesn't, unless it's COVID, obviously, doesn't keep yeah. people out. I'm going to expect Josh Jacobs to play. Would you go with Peyton Barber or Kenyon Drake if he couldn't? Probably Barber, based on the way they've used them. I mean, Drake has seen his role diminish pretty much. I think every game in the, this season, his snap share has gone down. Yeah, but if if, if Jacobs doesn't play, I, I would think that Drake would get back into the passing downs role. You would think. And I honestly think it might happen anyway now that Gruden's out. I have no idea. I, I It could be completely unrelated to John Gruden, but... Yeah, it's it's such a weird... I mean... The, the thing is, Gruden was part of the decision-making process in bringing in players. According to the team president, or maybe Mark Davis, I think he said that Gruden had 51% control over personnel decisions over Mike, Mike Mayock. So clearly he was involved in the decision to hire Kenyon Drake, which, you know. <laughs> hire Kenyon Drake, it's a funny way to, to put it. Yeah, to, to <laughs> sign Kenyon Drake. I, <laughs> no, I mean, it's the same thing, right? He's technically hiring him. But yeah, it. I don't know. I don't know that... That organization's decision-making process when it came to signing free agents and making draft picks didn't really make a whole lot of sense anyway. No, but look, he had the role for two or three games, and then he just lost it. But uh, Okay, mm-hmm. anyway, let's see what else we got. Christian McCaffrey out, and Dalvin Cook is good to go. Justin Jefferson is off the injury report. Terry McLaurin, on the other hand, he may not play, and this is obviously a big deal. I know you like uh, everybody's got Taylor Heineke close to top 12, but if McLaurin doesn't play, we got to pivot, right? Yeah, yeah, that would be a bad thing for his fantasy value. Sammy Watkins out. Rashad Bateman will play this week. They said earlier in the week they may not throw him into the fire directly, but Watkins is getting about seven, eight targets every week, except for the week he got hurt last week. So there's targets to go around. Uh, you're not starting Bateman. Would not be the worst stash. Devontae no, Parker no, is out. he's a good stash. I'm sorry about that. Devontae Parker's yep. out. So is Xavier Howard for the starting cornerback for the Dolphins. 
Antonio Gibson, he's questionable. I think he's I think he's gonna play, right? I mean he's expected to play. Have you seen yeah, anything? Yeah, this has been the case for three weeks in a row now since he had that stress fracture in his shin that he's been dealing with. And the thing about that kind of injury is it doesn't tend to get better when you continue to play on it. You know, that they, they so I don't know, maybe he suffered some sort of setback that makes him less likely to play, but I don't think so. I don't have any reason to believe that. This is I think he's been questionable three straight weeks now. Someone asking in the chat, should I pick up Russell Wilson and put him on my IR spot? Uh, you can't. He is not on IR yet. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Uh, yeah he you actually should was pick him up. But... listed as a limited participant in practice on Thursday. It's interesting. Because Maybe he... he makes a miraculous recovery and he's back well, in Well, no, games. he was throwing with his left hand. No, I'm not going to play this week, but if they haven't yeah. put him on IR yet, maybe it's only you know two, three weeks or something. But uh, there's a... Uh... God, who's the other player who's not on IR yet who we know is out for a long time? Oh, I'm not sure. Someone on the Patriots? I don't know. There was someone who hasn't been placed on IR, even though we we know he's pretty much done for the season. I was looking at it the other day. Mm. And it's just some teams don't necessarily like if you don't need the roster spot yet, you know, maybe they don't do well, that's it. That's pretty um, messed up, okay? Yeah. Uh, fantasy it's annoying. managers need that. Okay. So put yeah. Russell Wilson on IR. I need it. Let's go. By the way, I do have Chuba Hubbard at 17. So right above Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I, he's got a better matchup than Herbert. Yeah. I don't know who's a better player. It, I don't, you know, the opportunity should be similar, you would yeah. think. Yeah. Okay. Hubbard is in a better offense, I think. Oh, yes. Certainly an offense yes. I have more faith in. And what else? Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon should get a full workload. I mentioned it on the starter sit episode. There have been four running backs who have had 17 or more carries against the Lions. They've all had either 100 yards or a touchdown. Mixon's full workload should be 17 or more carries. Start him up. Trayvon Diggs is yep. going to be... Actually, Trayvon Diggs uh, is going to play. Jerry Jones just said that he should be good to go. Daniel Jones seems likely to play. He is close to clearing the concussion protocol. Two is starting, and T.Y. Hilton could play this week. If T.Y. Hilton plays, would you back off on Michael Pittman? No. No, I don't think so. Um I don't expect T.Y. Hilton to play a full role anyway. And, you know, the the Zach Pascal, the Zach's Pascal and Harris's Campbell and, you know, those guys are still getting 30 plus percent of the targets. So there's still room like Zach Pascal has a 17 percent target share on the season. There's still plenty of room for for T.Y. Hilton to step in without taking from Pittman. Heath pointed out I had forgotten T.Y. Hilton just destroys the Houston Texans. So I'll try to get a I hope it happens, career split. But I'm not going to have him on any in any No, lives. no, you can't. Um uh, let me see. Let's get let's look up the old splits career and Texans. Eighteen games. One thousand two hundred thirty five yards. Nope, nope. Sorry. Eighteen games. 1,718 yards and 11 touchdowns in his career against the Houston Texans in 18 games. About almost 100 yards a game. Okay, that's it for the news and notes portion. want to remind you, Sunday is an NFL on CBS doubleheader starting at 9.30 a.m. Eastern with a special game in London between the Dolphins and the Jaguars. Then at 1, the afternoon schedule includes the Chargers and Ravens, the Chiefs on the road in Washington, and that is followed by Dak and the Cowboys paying a visit to the Patriots. So we'll be up at 9 a.m. and then later at 12.30 to get you set for all of the action on the NFL today. That is all Sunday. The NFL on CBS. And FFT at 9, right? 
FFT at 9. Me, Chris, and Frank at 11.30 right here on YouTube. So for all of you YouTubers, we're going to stay here and continue with the mailbag. For all of you listening to this bonus podcast, check back tomorrow for your questions, your Apple Podcast questions, your Fantasy Cops, and your emails. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com.